Previously on Quest Friends. Uh, Jesse, uh, is like, it was super nice to meet you too, Mr. Hopper. And they start jumping up and down. They're like, oh, by the way, I'm going to have the pin if you ever need to reach out to me. Scotch, Simon Scotch. Speaking of shock, I I do have a question that has been bothering me. Some some ancient disease (laughs) seems to be called love seasons. And I don't... Humans do weird things sometimes. Shock is fine. I think he was a little flustered, and I think... You know, Ella, if you want to take Zoe to the parade, you could meet Tommy Funbuck. That's probably pretty safe, right? Ellie, have you ever heard of a lawsuit? I'm a pretty tough lady. I'm gonna go in front of the float. There's our plan. I made a plan. Ellie bolts out to get hit by this thing, and you see one of the feet come down, and about half a second before it hits you, you hear a massive crash. And you're immediately pelted by a cold wind because this is under your name. So this is under your bill. And it looks like Lorraine or somebody has just blasted the AC in the second room to just knock that bill up as hard as they can. Um, But it's relatively, it's a lot brighter. It's a lot nicer. Like there's one bed. It's very ornate, very fancy. It's a small bed. It's it's not like a Misha and Shocks where it's two combined together. It's it's for one person. There's a desk, pretty empty, not not much on it. But when you enter the room, that little walkie-talkie that Mako had made out of your pin mm. uh, goes off, and you hear a voice say, "Oh, Hopper Scotch, I've heard you're investigating." Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, Jesse. Did you find anything about Lorraine? Uh. Not yet. How did you know Lorraine was here? Well, I, you know, I'm just your second favorite fan, so I know these kinds of things. Right. Did you know Lorraine sent us the coupons? Oh, the coupons? I, I had an idea. Maybe it was something like that. You're not investigating the other room or anything, are you? Uh, why do you ask? Well, you know, because if you are, you really should just tell me, darling. Uh-huh. 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 Hopper, I, I can't... I can't translate this face that I'm making, but Hopper's face just goes like... Just, just... He's so fucking mad. But it's like an apathetic mad. All right, so have you finished talking about your seasons of love and found anything yet? Question, really quick. Has my walkie-talkie been on the whole time? Because Hopper is alarmed that she knows that. I mean, surely surveillance cameras exist, but this is still weird and bad. I mean, you haven't been checking whether or not it's on, but the pin seemed like it was always on. Mm-hmm. You're really backwards. Anyways, I just wanted to let you know, my darling little hot mom, that if you ever need any assistance, if you ever have any questions at all or want to relay anything over to me, all you have to do is ask. And I will be happy to talk with you more. He's making that sound in character. Why'd you give me the key if there's nothing in this room? Ha, you jumped to such large conclusions at this point. I thought you'd learn not to. Anyways, I'm I'm here if you need me. I will. I do want to know, though. Uh, did, I, did I do it well? Did I get that little, uh, that Jessica's voice right? Jesse. Their name is Jesse. 
And yes, you did. Oh, well, I'm glad to know. I'll practice another one and get back to you soon. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. And you stop hearing things uh, from the other end of the... All right, I inspect the pane immediately for a button that makes it so that no one hears me all of the time. Ten. Yeah, no, you don't see anything there. After all, Mako, it's only a communication between you and everyone that Mako and Mauve trust. Why would you ever need it off? Well, why does she have a pin, then? Who says she has a pin? What? I don't know. I just thought that it could only communicate with another pin. Hopper, you're not gonna find anything there. Is she still talking to me through the thing? Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that she she's still talking through. Oh my god, I'm so confused. Um, okay. I mean, it was relatively simple, darling. I knew about it the second you entered town. Just a artifact here, a cipher there, and there we go. A non-stop hotline to my bestest buddy in the whole wide world. Great. Yeah. Hopper considers just taking it off and, like, breaking it, but in case, like, someone actually needs to get in touch with him, he doesn't want to do that. You can remove the pin if you want. Like, the pin can be removed, because there's the walkie-talkie, there's the connecting cube yeah. that, like, connects any input to any output, and then there's the pin. So you could finagle it so you could get the pin out, but that would be a roll. I, he's not gonna bother. He's not going to respond to Lorraine. He's just gonna mutter to himself, and then... Open the door. The door isn't open yet. No, you you went inside the room. You're inside okay, the room. we're inside. So yeah, you have a little bit of time to look around. This time you can investigate. The room is, unlike the other one, it's alarmingly plain. Um, and then I do want uh, to help Hop investigate things. I want Misha to get a skill for, for my day, which is... I want them to get detective skills. I wanted them to look like how, how to be a detective. You're kind of used to it at this point, but this rush of information enters your mind. Images, smells, sounds. The first thing you hear is you hear this phone ringing, and from the other end, someone picks up. Hello? But you just hang up immediately afterwards. (laughs) You smell all these elements all these elementary foundations of our reality. And then finally, out of all this cacophony, something becomes clear. You see this old, unfinished book that is soaking wet, and it's surrounded by the deep, agonizing creaks of metal underwater. And the book just says, of enclosed spaces and crime. Okay. So after after all of that, uh, Misha is going to turn at. They're going to stand like a little bit straighter, and they're going to look at Hop, and they're gonna like tilt their head a little bit forwards, and then they're just gonna like they're gonna take out their kazoo and like use it like it like if it was like they're blowing smoke. <laughs> Occasionally, just like put it next to her mouth. It's so good. They're blowing smoke. I don't and say, oh, uh, Simon Scotch. I happen to know. Understand the art of the detective, and then they are going to look around the room and say, Well, I believe we should split and look for clues, partner. And I want to scan the room or scan the Hopper looks like genuinely pleased and like the impressed the way you do when your kid is like, I got a good grade on a test. So, um, just like, All right, let's do it, Misha. All right, give me rolls for investigation. Oh boy. 
10. 16. Ooh. Okay, 16, and you get a bonus for that. So let me figure out how I'm going to do this. So I'm going to give you a couple of things that you find, and then I'm going to ask you for information you'd like, and I'll show you objects that kind of give you that information. Okay. So you see in one of the drawers, relatively easy to find, a pamphlet for the 10th World uh, Exhibit and Auction, and it has a map laid out of the entire space, and you can see a couple of side passages have been marked in red on it. You also see that the list of things to go on auction, which starts with a mystery item, which you presume is Kubo, have a bunch of timestamps next to them, and you see that these numbers of each object are aligned to different things that are going to be on the exhibition hall. So you can presume that these are somehow relating the times of these auction items to things in the exhibit hall. And what you see for one, for the mystery item, you just see this very large stage for an item called the Argent. And what are the other items? Like, do they seem like normal kind of thing? Or is there any that look... I mean, they're weird ass shit, but like, there's nothing that really sticks out as weirder than normal things, except maybe there's locks of Tommy Funbuck's hair, and that one seems to be on sale by an L Styles. Gross. Why? But for uh, the first item, you see a mystery item, and that's on sale from Jetco. Mm -hmm. And from what you've heard about Lorraine, about Cubo going on sale first, you presume that that's Cubo. So in summary, and this is Kyle from the future because I kind of bungled my explanation of this in game, the 10th World Exhibit and Auction includes, appropriately enough, both an exhibit and an auction. So during the exhibit portion, when all the cool things Jetco has made are being shown off but not sold, on the appropriately named Argent stage, an item called Argent will be shown to the public or at least the public that is considered wealthy enough to be part of this celebration. Meanwhile, in a separate auction house that is just a room right next to the exhibit hall, things are actually going to get auctioned off and sold, and the first of those things is a mystery item that the party knows to be Cubo. So the sheet that Misha and Hop found is drawing a correlation between Argent and either Cubo or the time that Cubo is getting put on sale. Okay, well, Misha's going to relay this information to to her, being like, Oh, Simon Scotch, I have found a clue to this mystery. And they are going to point to that. If you if you please come here and observe. He'll look at it. He's like, oh, well, I guess we know where Cubo is being auctioned off. We do indeed. Before we continue, do you pocket this or do you set it back where it was? I... Pocket it. Okay, so you pocket it, and now because you rolled a 5 and a 16... 10. Uh, because you rolled a 10 and a 16, Hallie, you get to ask me two pieces of knowledge you want to get, and Ari, you can ask me four pieces of knowledge you want to get. Okay, okay. Also, I, I want to, to retcon, and when I say that I pocket it, I want to say, uh, Misha pockets it and say, I should hold on to this. <laughs> uh, so can out of mind then just be what the correlation between the timestamps and the stages are? Yeah, it looks like there's another piece of paper you see under Underneath that, which is signed in a very weird, specific handwriting. Okay. You can see in this noticeably bad handwriting, something stating along the lines of, the exhibit's going to start getting taken down when the auction starts, and that's going to be the order in which things are taken down. When the mystery item goes up to auction, the stuff on the Argent stage is going to get taken down. 
I guess it, it could be that maybe the person that wants to steal Cuba that isn't us, uh, like wants to use that as a distraction to like swap Cuba and like, I don't know, like if there's a way, like if there's something similar to Cuba on that stage, if there's a way to like swap them out or something. I mean, can I just ask Lorraine what's on the Argent stage? She said she was going to help me. She's going to respond, oh, the Argent stage, that one so exciting after our encounter with the dot wave. You're familiar with that. We understood that the dot wave was a wonderful way of adjusting time. You know, the way it let that town move in that timeless space. So the item on the Argent stage does some wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey nonsense. Fuck you. Go right to hell. I'm not sure exactly of the details, but they are showing it off today. It's actually done in conjunction with time crisps. Could you believe that? No. So you're, so you're, not, you're just not going to tell me what's on the Argent stage? Well, I can't spoil the whole surprise. No, no. Of course. Of, of course you can't. Okay. Fine. He's just gonna hang up and then he's he's gotten a little bit paler since the mention of this horrifying technology that is apparently on the Argent stage. And he'll be like, Misha, after this I think we should go look at the Argent stage. After you. Are we are we done with this? Oh, week? you still have four questions. Yeah, you have four clues you can find. Oh, but I thought okay, that's true. I thought mm, it's just that I'm not sure what necessarily to ask. I guess I can I can ask I'm wasting that question, but how similar is Q to Vivo? They're very similar, except Vivo also has a really annoying voice. They try to make him cool and radical. He's like 90s cool. But like physically, they look the same. Physically, they look the same, except Vivo has this giant uh, flaming V. Fucking, who's the... Guy Fieri. Yeah, it's like a giant Guy Fieri flaming V emblazoned on it. You also learn that Vivo is a very unsophisticated robot. To the degree that it doesn't really have a personality and it's more it than a he, whereas like Kubo, you know, is a sentient creature. Yeah, I figured. I have the, the, the theory and then they're going to put like their hands on like their, their chin, like a very deducting detective. I believe Kubo and, and Vivo might potentially be swapped or something during the auction. And uh, I believe that whatever is on the Argent stage will help this happen and whoever wants to steal Cubo that isn't us will use this stage to do so. Huh. Do you want another um I don't I don't know I don't know what to ask. No I can give I can give you another one. I can Can I say my thing and then maybe that will give Arya a jumping off point? Okay, because I have something I can give her to. Okay, well Hop's gonna jump in with that. I think they have something on the Argent stage that can mess with time. And I think they're going to try to take something from the Argent stage or do something at the same time. Yes. I think I think I think you're right. I think you're on the right track. I guess I wasn't stating anything new. I was just really excited that I finally realized it was a times thing. Oh yeah, no, it's fine. Time travel. Um, I think I'm going to save my two other questions for when we actually know what it is. Cool. And then you see one last thing.
welcome to the announcement break for our Quest Friends episode 26, Questionable Measures, part 8. I am Kyle, your GM, and today our intro and outro music are Friends and Hitoshio, both by Miracle of Sound. We are officially halfway through the Questionable Measures arc, which means that we're going to encounter a bit of a lull. You know, with eight episodes in our most recent arc and no real finale to point people towards, it's going to be a bit harder for the casual listener to just pop in. And that's where you come in for today's call to action, which is just... I mean, talk about us. If you really like the show, leave a rating or review on iTunes, talk about us to your friends, and also talk about the show on social media. Specifically, a reminder that if you use the hashtag QuestFriends on Tumblr or on Twitter, you'll be added to a name pool, which I'll use to name some of the things in the universe. For example, Argent is named after one of our first real followers on Twitter, Mark Rachel Argent. So if you want to have a random NPC, a location, or a MacGuffin named after you, be sure to tweet out using those hashtags. Or just, you know, tweet out anyway, because it's nice, it makes me feel nice. Anyways, that is all I've got for you today. The next episode is going to be released in two weeks on Monday, November 19th. I will see you then. Misha, can you give me a quick perception roll, actually? Another one. Yeah. A five. Yeah, you see a dude with a giant knife sticking out of his head, fleeing for the window, like, with his foot outside of the window. What the fuck? And you can see that that pamphlet, that information you pocketed, you can see it's in his right hand. Wait, wait. What? Like, we just turned away, and suddenly this guy with a knife is running through, and he just, like, snatched the papers, like, in the room? Presumably, he was, you were looking for clues. Yeah. Uh, which is why I had already do another perception. He was just hiding in the room <laughs> the whole time. He snuck in, stole the thing from Misha's pocket, and now has, like, his leg caught out of the window. Oh, my God. Just, like, frozen staring at you as you, like, turn around and you just see this man <laughs> about to, like, leave the window. Can we do something? Can we try to stop him? Yeah. Yeah, you can run if you want. Uh, I want to make a flying leap to grab his jacket and, like, yank him back in. Yeah, I want to I wanna try and tackle him. All right, give me initiative rolls. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Eight. Eighteen. <laughs> uh, Helly, give me a, uh, give me a speed attack roll. Okay. Is this our first initiative in all of Rulletia? I think it is. I think so. Oh my god. Nine? No. You go to grab him and just, like, you, you know when you take that leap to grab, like, a baseball and you slide? And you just slide across the room. No! You just flop on the ground, and he jumps out of the window, and you can see there's a little drain pipe, and he starts sliding down it into the parade below. And and now I'm going to explain to you the chase rules, because this is a chase. Yes! Okay. Um, So that was to determine, the the initiative was to determine which goes first, your team or his. So in a chase, as the rules I've defined, there are five degrees of separation. 
If it gets down to a one, that means you have completely caught up with him. If it gets to a five, he has completely gotten away. Right now it's three. He's in the middle. Okay. Each turn, he is going to be able to take two actions to stop you. So he might like knock over a barrel or something like that. Mm-hmm. And each turn, you can do two things to catch to like catch up with him. Like you can throw something at him or stuff like that, right? Now here's the thing. Like if he drops a barrel, you could take a turn being like, I'm gonna smash this barrel, right? But if you're just stopping all the things he's trying to do to stop uh, stop you. If you're, like, knocking him out of the way, you can never do anything to catch up, right? Right. So you could also be like, I want to just take a speed defense roll to see if I can jump it. I'm super hyped. So he's gonna run down the drain pipes, and he, as he's sliding down, is going to throw two knives, one at each of you. Actually, no, it's a boomerang knife. So he's gonna throw (laughs) it... Uh, he's gonna throw it and try to catch both of you. Oh, man. So you can either do something to stop that as one of your two actions, or you can try to dodge it. I want to see if I can hit it. Can I Can I try and hit it? Or I don't know if that's an action, but like if I can hit it like a baseball kind of thing with my bat, like, bah! Yeah, you can try to do a reversal with that. I'd say you can try to hit it and knock it back at him. Okay. Give me a uh, might roll for that. Are you gonna put any effort in? Uh, sure. I am putting one level of effort. 11. You go to hit it, and it just knocks it off in the distance. And then it starts flying back towards both of you. God, <laughs> no! Well, that was one thing. You can try to dodge it, or you can spend your other action trying to stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have another another action, right? Yeah, both of you. So combined, you two have two actions. Oh! Because I don't want to be like, oh, this guy has two, and then you have four. I gotcha. Okay, I'm glad you specified that. I was going to just try to do the same thing with my shield instead of the bat. Okay, you try to reverse it with your shield. This is my only idea, so if you have a better one, you should say something. I don't know, like, my other idea was trying to catch it, so really... To catch a knife boomerang. Yes, because I, 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 I don't think Misha would be that hurt by it. I guess you have robot hands. That's true. Okay, I'm gonna use my shield, that thing that's been so successful every time <laughs> I've tried to use it to do a thing. 17. Ooh, yes! It reverberates off your shield. You might not be able to Captain America your shield around, but you can Captain America other objects around with your shield. Yes. It goes and it flies and it just nicks him in the ankle and he falls into uh, one of the bands into a bass drum. (laughs) You just hear as he like stumbles into a band into the parade because you are facing Gamble Strip Navarine out of your window. Okay. So he is now in the parade and he is going to spend his turn. He's going to do two things. So you are now two degrees away from him. Because one thing I should mention, I assume you automatically run. Yes. So like, what are you two trying to do? Are you going to like go down the drain pipe or how are you going to get to him? I want you to explain how you get from window to ground. I would do the drain pipe, unless Misha's also going for the drain pipe. I was going to go also. We're going for the drain pipe. We're just sliding down it, right? Can we just slide down it one at a time? Yeah, you can both slide down it one at a time. Okay. Okay. So you each slide down it and you start running. And so he's going to spend his turn doing two things. He's going to like knock into the drum major for the band and start like double timing the music so that the band starts marching faster away from you. No, 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 no. So the band is now moving faster, and he is also, you can see he's gonna, he's, while he's doing that, he's trying to grab at one of his gloves with his tongue, not his tongue, you. He's trying to grab at his glove with one of his teeth, 
<laughs> and uh, and then take it off. Okay. If you look about 50 feet in front of them, you see like a couple of small floats for the band, and about 50 feet in front of them, you see this giant Tommy Fun Buck. So is it our turn now? Yeah, he is two degrees away from you. And I'm actually going to say, no, he took his action. He's back. He was two, but now he's back to three. Because instead of attacking you, he just did something to make himself go faster. Right. Are there other, like, because I mean, he's directing the marching band, but like, are there or other things in the parade, like a car, like a thing that we can like hijack and like, <laughs> make that go faster in a parade chase? There is the beetle of a million painted faces. I hate it. And it's just a massively filled clown car. Well, how close is that to us? Go for it. It's right next to you. Go for it, Misha. All right, I'm just gonna just jump into this car. <laughs> just push anyone who's in there. Oh, so you're gonna, are you gonna open up the car? Yep. And try to take whatever, whoever the conductor is fucking in there and drive it myself. I don't know how to drive. This is gonna be fun. All right, you go to open it up. Huh? And a literal wave of clowns starts pouring out. And I'm gonna need you to roll might to force yourself through this crowd to get to the seat. It's fine. You know, I'm pretty healthy right now, so I think I'm going to spend two levels of effort. Do it. Um, shit. I rolled a 19. Oh! <laughs> you get a minor effect. So I'm going to describe to you what happens, and then you can describe how, what little bonus this gives you. So you grab the guy, and you just throw him out? Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I do. Like, I, I grab it, and I say, like, hey, I do apologize for this, but we're in a mystery situation. And just, like, throw it at, like... Far away from the parade. Okay, so you throw away... The, it's actually a lady. You throw away this clown lady. And she seems to be like the nexus for this wave of clowns. Oh my god. So as you get in, the rest of them fly out and just congeal in like a puddle around this person. Could I throw the clown at the front of the parade? Do it! Yeah, I'm gonna say that can be your, that can be your minor effect. Okay, I want to do that. Um, so you're gonna throw it. And it's just going to wave over the band. And you're going to hear so many. It's all trombones somehow. Just a lot of boring, 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 boring. Um, and I'm going to say it like starts terrifying this guy. And your minor effect will be that he can only take one action next turn. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Sounds good. You are also, you have made an action to get yourself closer to him. So he is now two degrees away from you. Okay. All right. Hallie, what is your turn? I am not in the clown car. Um, you are not in the clown car. Yeah, but like this is happening while I'm doing my thing right yeah so i am mostly just trying to book it to the front of the band i'm gonna i'm gonna because it was successful once i would like to try throwing my shield at his ankles to trip him up hey hey kyle yeah what does a two get me oh no a two gets you a very echoey tuba <laughs> i just want to throw this shield successfully <laughs> the shield throws and it just serves as like a muffler for a tuba so it's just instead of going like it's like and eventually it, it falls to the ground in front of you. Do you have XP? I do have XP. Ali has a million XP. I, ho I hoard it. Um, <laughs> you, what do you have to hoard it for? It's like rerolls and instant successes. I know. I'd like to use one to reroll. I'm not going to hoard it anymore. Okay. I have five XP now. I've not given away that much XP this Four from February session, one from March session, one from GM intrusion. Ali, you spent all of those things on money. No, I had more XP than that. Has Hallie ever rerolled? 
even XP before? She never she never fucking uses it, even though there's nothing to hoard it for. No. He put in anti-hoard mechanics and Hallie still hoarded everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. Okay, so Hallie, yeah. uh, how does how does this XP let you re-roll? Can we say that it like, even though it reverberates off the tuba, it just reverberates back to Hopper in like and he catches it in like the perfect re-throwing gesture, so he's like, I'm gonna go for it again. Okay, give me another throw. 16. All right. How do you trip this guy up and get him down to one so you can catch up to him? I aim at his ankles. Um, so this shield just like whips under him like so- like flying saucer style. And suddenly he is on his back. Okay. He falls on his back and like kind of actually hits the knife that has n- is now back in his head. <laughs> he just knocks it and it like kind of hurts him a little bit. Oh. And you have caught up to him. Yes. But no, he catches a glimpse at Misha's very distracting shirt. God damn it. And Misha, as a doomed character, gets a GM intrusion. Misha, who are you going to give your other point to? Well, I would give it to Hopper. Woo! I got my XP back! (laughs) Not giving Hallie any more XP ever! I gave you my last XP too! All around me are familiar faces. I give them GM intrusions pretty frequently, even though they're not mine. (laughs) It just makes more sense to give it to (laughs) me. Okay, so... Hop gets XP. Misha doesn't because Misha's doomed. (laughs) But as the man falls, as Knifehead falls on his back, his uh, glove that he's been trying to take off slits against the knife and uh, it rips open and you can see on the back of his hand a jagged dream clock tattoo. And he looks at Misha and he takes it and he starts turning it rapidly. And Misha, you see the gas pedal in the car slam down and the wheel takes control outside of your hand and it drives itself into the back of the Tommy Funbuck float and there is a sickening crash and now we're back to uh now we're back to everybody. Woo! Ellie, you just hear this like clown like <laughs> and you see this flaming you uh the car actually hits against the Tommy Fumbook thing, and I'm gonna say it kind of swerves back towards Hop, but you see this like flaming clown car, and you just see the float stop dead in front of you. And Tommy Funbuck looks down at you, Ellie, and is like, hey, what's going on here? This isn't swag. Can I pretend to have been hit? Yeah, you can still pretend to be hit. Yeah, okay. Um, Let me just check something. Really also, quick. anyone can go at any time now. Okay. I'm going for the guy. I'm like going to like grab him by the shirt, and then I'm going to try to like put him against the back of the float and be like, what were you doing in that room? Does Shock see Hop and Misha? Uh, give me a roll to see if you see them. <laughs> All right. Train wreck. Because that will definitely change what I do. This actual train wreck. Ooh, 17. Ooh. Yeah, you see them. You see you see Misha in this car that's just veering around. I feel like like he will just see like a tiny car with like Misha's <laughs> legs sticking out because it's too small for Misha. Can I attempt to use my charm machine ability to try and re-hijack the car? Oh my god. You may. Okay. Because now it's now that Hop has slammed this guy against the wall. Um, he's no longer controlling the machine. Oh, I do have XP. I do have XP. Okay. Let's let's actually spend one here because I care about this. Okay. How do you get more? How do you get more focus into it? Um. So here's how I want to flavor it. At first, Shock just saw Hopper, 
and the car like careening around and was like, ah, I'll, I'll save Hopper Scotch by like keeping this car away. But then, oh but God. then Shock saw Misha in the driver's seat. He's like, no, Misha! Oh. And will will with the psychic link say, "It's okay, Misha Jarvis. I'm gonna I'm gonna help get this thing under control." Oh, and I got a fifteen. Oh. The car gently glides to a stop, but it is still on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you should get out of there. All right, we're gonna go back to the front. So, what do you want to do, Allie? Um. So as it stopped. She's going to try to have slid forward a little bit and then thrown herself to the ground. Shawls all a flutter. Ugh, you hit me! How could you- My ribs! I'm too old for this! It hurts so badly! Give me a roll. I'm also trained in deception! <laughs> 19! Ooh. Yeah, boy. You just hear Tommy Fumbuck up above be like, Well, shit. <laughs> Uh, and, like, the top hat just leans over, like, the Tommy phone book just, like, kind of bends down, and you see it kind of lean and, like, poke at you a little bit, and he's like, oh, this can't be that bad, I mean, does anyone know this little old lady? And at that point, Zoe comes out, and she's like, no, mom, no, and you just hear him go again, shit. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna go back to Hop, Hop, you're interrogating <laughs> this guy while this is going on. So what are you asking him? Um, God, this is a mess. <laughs> what were you doing in that room? I was I was recovering. I was we're recovering an item for the boss. The, who's the boss? I, I was I was recovering an item for 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 for, for, for fancy Tom. Whoa, whoa, whoa! All right. Uh, and the item is the thing he took from Misha's pocket, presumably, right? Is he holding that? Uh, yeah. Okay. Please, 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 please let me go. I got. I I, I need. I, I I I need to get back. I need. I need to get back to man to to the roller coaster, please. Why do you need to go to the roller coaster? No, no, give me that. Okay. He just hands it over. He's like, uh, could, could you give it? Could, could you give it to them? Um, I would, I would appreciate that if uh, if someone gave it to them. Otherwise, the, the boss is going to be very upset. And the boss is Fancy Tom, like that Fancy Tom, Tommy Funbuck. Well, 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 well yes, fa Fancy Tom wears a hat just like that, sir. Okay. Why do you need to go to the roller coaster? To, 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 to give the item. To give the item. They're going to be leaving very soon. This item, but you can't give it because I took it. That's why I asked you to take oh, it. Oh, he did. All right. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I guess, um... We're gonna go back to, uh, to, to Ellie, and he's like, Well, come on, miss, it can't be that bad. I mean, see? And he's just like, the float picks you up by the scruff and tries to set you on your feet. And you're like, you're fine, you're fine. Everything's fine. Oh, oh, my ribs, no! And I'm gonna fall back to the ground, clutching my chest and say, At least a few of them must be broken. Do you know how expensive it is? For medical care for the elderly? I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to sue. That's the only way I'm going to get this fixed. Now, now we can, uh, the, the float, uh, there's a little, like, elevator that comes out and he slides down and he walks over to you. And as he does, he makes, uh, he goes into, like, this little wristwatch that he has, communicator. He says, note to self, refund the medical industry. <laughs> Uh, and he walks over to you and says, no, ma'am, I, I, uh, I, uh, God, his, his voice is gone. Sorry. Swag, I, I really, uh, I apologize, but there's no need to sue. Uh, why don't I, uh, why don't I take you as my, my personal guest to my, my swag palace? I suppose we can talk over details there. I've heard you're in charge of the place. Maybe you could help me out with some of my medical bills or something. This is just, it's really difficult to 
be an older woman in in the healthcare system today. <laughs> Ellie, you're going to get a GM intrusion. <laughs> you know? And you're going... Who do you want to give your other point to? Not Hop. <laughs> Ooh. I keep giving you all my XP for all my GM intrusions where I get screwed over. Everyone should give me their XP for their GM intrusions. I'm going to give it to Misha because what I actually want to do is give it to Ari. Excellent. I, I want to know that I'm also kind of an XP hoarder because I also haven't used it for anything. Tom, so, guess what? Yeah. How much do you have? Eight. Eight? See, she's got more than I do. How do you, you have eight? What? 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 So you... So, upset. so Ellie, you feel a very thin hair tracing across your body. And you can see that Zoe, in panic, has released one of her strands of hair and is it using it? And she's like, oh no, oh no, I can't, I can't find an injury. I can't find any injury. Oh. And Tommy Fumbuck says, uh, could you, could you say that again, young, young hair girl? I can't, I can't find any injury. I'm so sorry, mom. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <gasps> oh, no. You can't find an injury. That's interesting. Ain't it a funny thing, Tommy? <laughs> Can Shock, like, leap down from the hearse and run into the middle of this? Alright, so you're running into the middle of this. I'm gonna go to Misha quick. Misha, uh, you're getting out of the car. You see Hop interrogating and you see Shock running. What are you gonna do? Well, first, I, I want to say that, like, it, I just want to say that it probably took a, a, a really long time for Misha to be able to get out of that car because it's it's a small clown car and they are a, a big android, so it's was a little bit complicated. But once they managed to do that, ah, what, what do I want to do? This is like a telltale choice game. <laughs> oh, oh, I just feel like the, the two images are there. I, I think I am going to go... Well, I'm just going to go with... Uh, with Hop, actually, because we were chasing this one, guys, so I want to know what was happening. But mentally, I want to thank Shock and say, th- th- thank you for, for saving me, Shock. Uh, I, I do not know how to drive, so this... This was quite quite helpful. If you need any help, let me know. I will I will go with with Scott Simon now, and they are going to go and catch up with Hop and see what the deal is with with him and the dude that we just caught. We'll do. I'll, I'll see you later, Misha. So Shock runs out, and he says, uh, "And this is this is just the first of many things that our our new and improved security personal armor system." can provide. Behold, the Ellie badge. It's impervious to damage and insurance scams. Give me a roll for persuasion. I assume I take inability on this, correct? No. No, I like that. I think that's really good. All right, so this isn't a pleasant social interaction? Oh, right, it is. Yeah, you do take, uh, (laughs) it is is a step harder for you. I had this! I had this! Well, we'll all go down together. How how does an 11 do? He looks at you and he looks down. Oh, really? That's a really good pitch there. We have no shame and will always advertise at the worst possible time. A very good tool in the hands of the right entrepreneur. And you should know, of course, every time you showcase an object, we've got to test it out. And he snaps. And you see... Manny's, uh, what are they called? Manny's mates? Was that what they were called? I'm trying to help. You see the Manny mates, about a dozen of them, turn over and start walking in. Holy fuck. It's at this point that you hear a voice say, Now, come on, Tommy, you know that's a bad idea. 
and you see Mauve walk out with her rapier, and you see uh, Everett wielding his Uchi Katana, and he's like, yeah, yeah, that's a bad idea. And Tommy Funbuck turns over and he's and he says, "Wow, some fresh fish and more Broderark. Oh my God!" And Everett says, "Oh, and and, and Everett and Everett too." <laughs> well, this day just gets more swagalicious by the second. And with that, the soldiers start marching closer and closer inwards. And there is not a way. There is not a way to fight your way out of this. It does not look like. And Hapamisha, you see this, and the man with the knife in his head just looks at you and is like, "Come on, please, please. I, 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 I need, I need you to do this. I, I need you to do this for me. They're, they're gonna, they're gonna leave right away." Oh no. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna look at Misha. Well, we can't leave them. But we, we can't also just let whatever the boss of this person is go. It might be the key to the mystery. Can Shock interject via the mental link and say to Misha, We'll be fine. You two stay safe and keep trying to save Cubo. We'll meet up with you later. But Shock, la- last time you told me you would be fine, you, you almost went to die. Well... This time, I've got Ellie and Mauve and Everett and Zoe with me. We'll we'll keep each other safe. M- Misha's going to look at a hop and, and say, Simon, Shock is telling me to... Telling us to leave them and that they will be fine. But what what do you think? He's going to look back and like, well, they've got Mauve. <laughs> We've been fine without Mauve. And I'm assuming that having Mauve is better than not having Mauve. M- Misha is going to reach to shock and say, if things go wrong or start to get wrong, y- yell, yell at me as soon as you can. Do you say anything? I, do, I just, I will shock lies. Oh no! 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 And with that assurance, you walk off in the direction of Manny's prosthetic intestines, taking one last look back as the entirety of Roletia's eyes are turned towards the most important people to you in all the ninth world. And you just hope to yourself that they're right. Remember, this is a mystery made by me. And mysteries made by me are held up on one fundamental thing. Toothpicks. (laughs) Toothpicks. <laughs> Are they even toothpicks, though? More like broken promises. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>